Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Triple F Podcast, Fitness, Food, and Freedom. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, and in today's show, I'm talking about training, talking about workouts, and talking about specializing your routine to the body parts that you want to grow and develop, um, as well as cutting back on the ones that you don't really care about, and that's kind of a conversation and a talk that isn't often had in fitness, because there's this this you know, I would call it myth, I guess, that you have to create a super balanced body and you have to create, um, you know, you have to develop every single muscle group. And the reality is some people just don't want to do that. As long as you're preventing injuries and imbalances, you're probably okay specializing in something that you actually just care more about. So I'm talking a little bit about my routine and how I'm personally doing this in a way and kind of instruct you guys how to do it as well. So hopefully this one is really practical and something you can implement into your own training and your own workouts. Thanks for joining me for another show and let's get started. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Triple F Podcast, back for another show. In today's show, I'm going to be talking about something a little bit different uh, in regards to training. Now, I do really like talking about training because it's really something where you can have the most variables to play with, right? With diet, like I've said this before, there's less to mess with. It really comes down to the principles. Uh, and I guess it does a little bit in training as well, but it, it, it does so more in your nutrition, right? Because if you're trying to lose weight, you do have to get in a calorie deficit. You do have to burn more calories than you're eating. No matter what your strategy is, if you're limiting your food choices, if you're cutting out food groups, if you're not eating at certain times, all this in the end is going to achieve that, right? But in training, there's a lot of different variables to play with, right? There's uh, the weight on the bar, there's strength goals, physique goals, developing muscles, there's uh, you know different ways to achieve the, those goals, and there is uh, you know every factor in training imaginable, like tr- like volume, frequency, all that stuff, and recovery. So I do like talking about training, and I think that there is actually this—I don't know if you call it a stigma or a myth or a misconception in the fitness world, and probably even for you people listening, which I really want to help correct and get you guys excited again about training because you guys all know it, right? where you hate training a certain body part or you really don't care about a certain body part, right? I was actually just talking about this uh, with some friends of mine and uh, there are body parts probably for everybody that you just do not like training and for some you don't even enjoy developing that muscle. Like for me, that's my legs honestly because they're genetically naturally pretty big and pretty strong and it's not really something that I have to work on that often, and a lot of that is because of how I got into training. I got into training because of basketball and wanted to develop my legs for jumping and running, right? So it was a lot of squats, a lot of deadlifts, a lot of jumping, a lot of lunging, and all those different movements. So I started out my training with a lot of leg training 
Whereas other people will probably start out with more upper body work for aesthetic goals, right? Mine is actually totally different and flipped around. Uh, you know, that being said, I honestly don't train legs that often. It's never more than twice a week. And if it is as high as twice a week, those two sessions are usually pretty low volume, meaning not a lot of sets in those workouts or exercises. Um, strength being the primary goal and explosiveness. So usually it looks more like once a week and it's always been part of my routine, right? Because that's what you do. You don't skip leg day. You don't skip back day. You don't skip arm day, right? Whatever your day is that you're thinking of, or if you're splitting up a little bit differently, you know, you need to isolate every body part in theory. Well, that, I'm here to say that that is a myth. That is a misconception in fitness. That is not true. You don't have to work every body part as often as is optimal, right? Because it is optimal to get a couple sessions in a week, right? Just to get the frequency that you need. It is optimal to have a certain amount of volume for each body part in. However, you don't have to do that if you don't really care about the body part, right? You have to remember why you're training is to develop your body in the way you want to. If your goal is really just to lose fat and you that's all you wanna do, you can actually get away with only a couple full body workouts a week and that's just fine, right? There's no reason you have to follow a complicated bodybuilding split where you're in the gym for six, seven hours a week. That's not necessary. You could probably be in the gym for two to three hours a week and maintain your muscle, diet successfully, and maybe even do better than if you felt like you had to do so much. On the other side of things, if you're trying to develop your body, right, you're trying to grow your muscles or train hard and get better, it's okay to specialize in areas you want to grow. And this is something I'm doing my own training. It's okay to dial back on areas you don't really care that much about. Uh, and maybe areas you grow easily or you feel like are already caught up and you have other areas you need to catch up. Um, for example, in my own training, <clears throat> I'll give you kind of how I'm structuring this. I follow kind of like a, you call it like a nine day split. There are some rest days in there, so it might actually be more like a four or five, but it's kind of a nine day split. And in those nine days, I'm having um, chest and shoulders so push, right? Just no isolation tricep work, mainly chest and shoulders, train three times in those nine days. So a lot of frequency, which means a lot of volume over the course of the nine days, over the course of a month, right? And tracking that volume uh, over more of a long-term approach instead of every single session, breaking it up into more frequent sessions. That's to get a little bit more practice on some chest exercises to get better at them that's to develop the central nervous system uh, with some heavy work like on the bench press and that's to get more volume in with feeling more fresh but really it's to specialize in the body parts that I want to train right the rest of them like for example back is we'll call it a medium priority it's trained two times a week in that nine days so I guess two times in nine days or ten days um, and one of those I do arms before back because I'm prioritizing that over back, right? Now that might be something kind of a weird concept to you because you always see the big exercises first, right? The back exercise, then you go down to the little bicep exercise. You don't always have to do this. If you wanna prioritize your arms, do your arms first. Do, or just drop the other body part and do your arms as a separate day, right? It's okay to do that. It's okay to move things around based on your preferences and your goals. 
And I think that a lot of times that's misunderstood. People don't think you can just, uh, like I only train legs once every 10 days. That's almost unheard of, right? People would shudder at the fact of doing legs that, that less often, but I'm pretty active. I hike, I run around, I play sports once in a while. My legs get a lot of indirect work, plus they grow easy and they're already pretty big. So I don't really uh, need that to grow and it's just really not part of my goals right now. I'd rather put that energy from, I'm putting into my workouts, right? You do have a limited amount of energy or recoverable, recoverability, you could say, the amount of work you can recover from. You only have so much, so you need to be careful where you're giving that out, right? It's not just time, that's your limiting factor, it's how you can recover from the actual training you're doing. So in that case, I'm wanting, I'm choosing to only do legs once every 10 days because that's gonna help how I recover and it's gonna be more in line with my overall goals for myself. So I'm not gonna be training them that often. I am gonna be training the things more often that I care about. And you can totally do this and implement this in your training. What I would recommend doing is dialing back volume, right, this is the actionable part. Dial back your volume on other body parts that you do not care about as much. So maybe you don't really care about growing your back right now, right? If that's the case, do maybe a session a week, maybe you break it up into a couple, but only do the minimum volume of what you grow on, right? So that's not gonna be very much. It's gonna be like only several sets per, for the week. It's not gonna be bad. It's gonna be pretty easy sessions, maybe one normal back day, nothing crazy, maybe two very small ones where you're putting maybe arms or something first. Uh, you could do it that way. You could also just bump the frequency up of the body part that you're wanting to train harder. So if you, if maybe you're opposite of me and you really want to specialize on legs, you don't have to hammer yourself in just one leg day and not be able to walk or sit down on the toilet for a week and a half. What you can do is just bump up the frequency so you're getting the same amount of work, right? The same amount of sets or volume over the course of a week, but it's split up into like two or three sessions. That's similar to what I'm doing with uh, the chest and shoulder work. And it's okay to, I guess my last point for the day is it's okay to have what some would call a not as balanced physique or body because it's really not that big a deal if it's balanced or not, honestly, right? I think it's, it's a very overstated thing that you have to train every single body part in your whole body. Now, bodybuilders have to do this, right? Physique competitors have to do this. But does the everyday person who just wants to wear a tank top or take their shirt off at the pool, do they have to do this? Probably not, right? In reality, you're gonna be just fine as long as you are working on preventing injury, you're careful with your training, uh, you aren't so imbalanced that you develop imbalances, right? I'm all for a healthy body. Like, if you do a lot of pushing, working on your chest, you probably should do pulling, right? You don't wanna completely avoid back work but it's okay to dial it back and not have as much of it. If you really don't care about legs, you know why are you smoking yourself with doing tons of sets of squats and straight leg deadlifts and all this stuff, right? When it's not even a goal of yours. It's okay to tailor your program for your own goals, which is why it's so important to either have a coach or to be able to program for yourself, right? You don't, you shouldn't be just looking up a split and following it because you feel like you have to. What you should be doing is creating something custom for yourself or have someone create something custom for you that actually aligns with your goals, right? And a good coach or a good programmer, if that's you, know, you learning to do that, is going to be able to 
write a specialization for you and it might cycle in that specialization going away for a little bit just so you don't end up with tendonitis and joint issues and stuff like that. But it's it's not too hard to do and a, a, someone who knows how to program will be able to do that for you. I can get more into that, um, that specialization, isolation, that kind of thing with you if you want to on my Instagram. Go to Stoltz Fit, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T. That's S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T on Instagram. Shoot me a direct message. We can chat about how we would maybe program for you and what your personal goals are. Right. Once again, if your goal is to develop a certain body part, have higher volume or frequency on that body part, dial back the others. If you don't care at all about a body part, it's okay to leave it out. You're not going to miss out on growth in the body parts you care about. And if your goal is fat loss, you actually don't have to do as much as you think you do. Uh, everyone has different goals, and I think that's often something that is looked over by fitness professionals, is that not everybody wants to look like a bodybuilder. Not everybody wants to look like a physique competitor. Not everybody wants to have huge muscles. Not everyone wants to have huge legs, huge arms, huge shoulders, huge back, right? Some people just care about a couple things, and those goals will change over time. And as they do, your program should also change and reflect what you actually want to focus on. So that's it for today, guys. Some training talk for you. Hopefully you guys found it interesting and something you can apply to your own training split, your own workouts, and how you're approaching your fitness goals because it is something that you can totally, totally customize. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Triple F Podcast. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on, on fitness, fitness, food, and, and freedom. freedom.